Hello and welcome to the spiritual travels of a firewolf. This is another beach episode. I'm literally right in front of the ocean. I keep coming to the beach. I feel the call. I feel the pool. To be by the water. And I picked a tarot card before I got out to the ocean and decided that I would only look at it once I got to the ocean. And it's not a super positive tarot card. It is the Five of Pentacles, which is about, a lot of times I pick it, it's about codependent relationships. It's about infirmed. It's about two people walking through the cold. A lot of times it's people going through hardships depression, ailments. The card in the Rider Waite tarot deck is like two people who are injured, kind of walking through the pain. In the deck that I have and from what I can see, it's two unicorns. Let me see if I can really see it. One cloaked, the other not. One's naked, walking through the snow. Um, the Five of Pentacles is kind of like a stained glass window, almost the pentacles, representing the earth elements. It's interesting that I came to the water and here I pick a card based on earth, <laughs> which I was thinking earlier, you know, I have this other podcast which is called Hospice Trap House with my friend Jake. And I was thinking about the name of the podcast and how, you know, when I was, when we were thinking about certain things to call this podcast, it was really ultimately a roast of death, which was going to be the original name. And I do think about Earth, about how names and words are really important and derivative of names and words are really important and earth is kind of like a hospice we're all born and we're all dying at the same time we all are derived basically in order to go through this journey I don't want this journey to be of pain and suffering. I want this journey to be of love and delight and kindness and joy and that there's so much stuff in the between that is so painful. You know, I I went on this journey with stand-up comedy and I go continue it and I'm putting in my whole heart and soul to figure out just exactly what that means and There's a lot of shame that comes along with this journey and I realized that, you know, a lot of what I do is healing not only my shame, but shame that comes along with the expectations that I was raised under and still, you know, I'm in the body of a 36-year-old woman who should have more of her shit together than I have right now. And then at the same time, thinking to myself, well, what if I had not decided to go left when I went right what if I had decided you know to go down the safe route would I have still made it through this journey 
I want to hope, I hope that the Five of Pentacles, I might pull a follow-up card and do a part two to this episode just to see how this Five of Pentacles heals out. I was thinking to myself, like, I love the ocean. I love the water. It's my home. In L.A., my relocated chart puts me in a Pisces fourth house. And I never really understood that until I realized this is where I come from. This this is my roots. And can't take away somebody's roots. And I thought about that recently because there's so much competition in comedy that's got me, like, kind of stepped back. Not stepped back from writing or performing, but just stepped back from a scene that I just don't need to be a part of sometimes. That I just need to remember that I'm still a comedian even if I'm not considered industry material or bookable by club standards or anything like that. And I'm not going to say that in a mantra. I'm going to say, you know, at this time, because I don't, I don't think that's true. I just think if I'm going to put it in an ocean euphemism, I just think that that's where the currents are right now. And, you know, if I'm following my own current, then it's something that I have to also remind myself of that sometimes you are in a boat and you're learning to steer it in waters that are familiar yet unfamiliar. And, uh, you know, back in the day, you know, I'm a, I myself, and I'll keep saying this, you know, I have suicidal ideations, I'm a suicidal depressive, I take care of myself for this uh, reason. I probably have never or will never live a quote-unquote normal life. I'm very sensitive. I'm an extreme empath. And shout out to anybody out there who is because this world is very painful. And I don't I don't know if I would have made it through this journey without myself because it's a commitment to your intuition and saying yeah that this actually this meat prison or this hospice trap house that we live in is a wild place and I think I uh I did sacred medicine many years ago did a couple different sessions of it and she took me home. She took me to a little island off of the eastern shore of Maryland where I love where I think sacredly that is my home. And I was in this sort of ocean setting and there were these crabs that all walked on my arms and legs and cleared me. And I'm sharing this experience because I feel like sacred medicine is shifting to the water warriors. It's never not shifted to the water warriors. It's just that there's a call to action for love and kindness and respect. And whatever love is, is being challenged 
so deeply that it's almost like we're supposed to be silent in order to feel it. So if you're coming into this episode and this is your first time hearing this episode, this is a journal podcast. This is not a, uh, hey guys, how's it going? I'm a comedian. <laughs> Let's talk about pussies. Sometimes we talk about pussies or makeup or I think the last episode I did was about bronzer. So if you want to hear about the eight, I mean, I didn't really, you know what? I made a whole episode about Victoria's Secret bronzer sticks and apparently bronzer is still a thing so I know highlighter is a thing now but bronzer is still a thing so you know what Here, that the, the more I know the better about makeup and being pretty um anyway I digress this has been part one sitting with the five of pentacles on the beach healing these wounds I would say these are sacred wounds I think we all have a lot of sacred wounds I think a lot of us are here healing divine masculine divine feminine pain and society is shifting in such a way where it's like is it okay to own your femininity is it okay to own your masculinity are we just meant to be separate or together are what is that? What does that mean? And for me, it means like, if I was thinking about this recently, and this is the absolute truth, and I'm just going to put it out there into the world, into the waves. And I don't know how to make this funny on stage. But honestly, like, I was like, I'm here on this planet. And I've been searching and searching and searching for all this stuff. And the reality is, is that I want to be a mom and have a family and be happy and raise a family and I think that's the most sacred thing that you can do and I don't necessarily think that's wrong and yet I'm still pursuing this career in a very because uh, it confuses up the game now because before you go at this game alone and you're just like, oh, I guess I just have to be like everybody else. I gotta have the headshots. I've gotta have the perfect clips online. I gotta look like this. I've gotta. Every comedian's headshot is just them like with their head at an angle with a funny face and they're like in a suit or like in like a thing and they're, look at me. And it's like, I guess that's how you make it. And then to be honest, I took my own headshots. I was just like, fuck this. And the reason I took my own headshots was just because I was like, I, is this going to get me booked any less or more? I don't know. Nobody seemed to have complained about them. So. I think that, and I don't mean to criticize. I know that headshots are art and artists do beautiful things. Photography is beautiful modeling is beautiful it's just like this stupid pressure that I think a lot of comedians put on each other like lately with comedians it's been like post your entire tour schedule with your picture next to it for the entire year and honestly I think that's a clap back to COVID because during COVID nobody could tour 
and now it's just like see how much I can tour and it's like while everybody's trying to tour all I want to do is sit on the beach and be like you know what I'm tired I might not be at the level that I should be at with touring or playing the venues but my body is telling me to stay here and come to the beach and listen to the ocean and love and be a piece of love and tell it like it is which is hard and be at peace with the water again at peace with the water again. Be at peace in our body again, I guess. Maybe that's what the Five of Pentacles is about. It's like we go through these traumatic situations, mind, body, and spirit. And it has to get released somehow. I was in the desert. I mean, this podcast began in the desert. You can go back and listen to, like, episodes where I'm literally sitting in the bathtub in the middle of the desert, which I don't know if that was a really bad idea. I don't know if I wasted a lot of water, but let me tell you, sitting in the bathtub in the middle of the rural desert by myself in a tiny little house made of concrete that is now knocked down surrounded by the mountains and getting up and just being able to be free with my own self and then I step out on a small tiny concrete plot that's considered a porch and sit and see these mountains all around me and watch the animals and sit with the cactus was one of the most spiritual experiences of my life and I've realized lately like this podcast was birthed out of that bathtub That this podcast was birthed when I moved into that house it was infested with moths and I don't consider I don't want to use infested as it wasn't it was just populated how about that it was populated by a specific species of moth and I was in their territory I was in their little concrete cave in the desert their little haven and it was their season and when I moved in to the house it was freezing cold And because the house was in a valley, the wind would blow and it would just be me and the sound of the wind just rustling the whole house at night. And it would be scary. And then um, I would just be surrounded by all these moths everywhere. And they didn't gross me out or anything. And then eventually the season changed and they left or died off. And it almost was like this thing where, damn, I miss that house so much. That was a magical house. That was a gift from the universe. And I was thinking about that lately because, you know, I've been through so many phases of being homeless, quote unquote, living in my own place living in the car now living on my friend's floor and I'm like am I this pathetic person 
that I just can't find home. And I don't think that's what it is. But I think that ultimately a woman's search for home, and I mean this very deeply, is in her heart and her soul. So I think that's why I keep coming to the ocean to remind myself that this is home. It's a scary place. You're always dodging things on this planet or, you know, the human experience, I guess. I think my ultimate human experience is just finding out what home really means. I think the American experience is we were sold this deep lie about what a family and a home should be. And I don't think that's very true. I think it's a little bit of everything. And I wish I heard more of that on stage. In fact, like, lately my comedy tastes have been changing. Like, I'm a huge fan now of, like, Leanne Morgan. She's a Southern comedian. I love her. You know, when I started, I wanted to be like Bill Hicks. I wanted to be just like Bill Hicks. I wanted to point out all the truth that was going on. But at the same time, it's like, well, maybe the truth is, like, we've dive so deep into the darkness that there needs to be some form of love and light and I don't know how to bring that out into comedic stuff because comics we rant about society and there's so much going on that it's so hard to want to look at it because it's just like how do we do this and still make people laugh You know, a lot of comedy has just become like Britney Spears bubblegum pop back in the day. And no shade to Britney. I mean, Britney was just being, she did, she was a good girl. She was told what she did. And now she's like coming out and showing us that she's like a real human with trauma. And people are like turning on her for it, basically. Because she's showing us that she was traumatized and people can't handle the fact that maybe a pop star that represents their childhood also represents somebody being abused and how could somebody that was so deep in their psyche and subconscious which is what music really is it's something that deeply shapes our subconscious because it seeps in there because music is ultimately the frequency of water the frequency of life at least it's not just airwaves it's current I don't mean current, like, with the times. I mean, well, there's a lot of ways to interpret that. It's of the current. But if you shape that current, who knows? Then you can shape an entire generation. I mean, look at Laurel Canyon, which is now just chock full of cars. Because if you look at the symbolism of Laurel Canyon, like, Laurel Canyon is a main artery of America, a.k.a. the Laurel Canyon music that created the hippie movement or at least represented an entire movement that represented the boomer generation and now all of those boomers have to get fucking anti-cholesterol shit because their arteries are clogged because 
life is stressful and you get fast food because you're too um, entrenched in your nine to five or whatever the fuck or your mortgage or all these things. So you grab Chick-fil-A or McDonald's so that everybody in the family can be fed, but are they truly nourished? Are we truly nourished? So that's why I come to the beach, you know, to remind myself of nourishment, to remind myself that all this can be bullshit, but also all this is beautiful too. It is like real hippy dippy shit. And I'm not even going to use hippy because that shit was derived by the fucking patriarchy. And by the patriarchy, I mean capitalism. So all in all, this five of pentacles, <laughs> this is the reading for the five of pentacles. And now I'm going to sit with the beach and the water and I'll keep this recording for a little bit. So anybody who listens, if you need to be near the sounds of water, you too can be uh, near the sounds of the ocean. So I have a follow-up card to this card on the beach and I picked the world card from my unicorn tarot deck which didn't was not easy to come out of the box so I think it's about work work and let me see there's one more it wants to talk the six of wands which is victory after a battle And then I picked cards from my goddess deck. I have the Queen of Swords, the Four of Cups, and the Eight of Pentacles. Interesting enough, the Four of Cups is related to depression, but it's also related to not seeing the healing that's in front of you. The Eight of Pentacles is the work. And I do feel like in a lot of ways that this is my work, is to put out my weird thoughts onto this podcast, which is very vulnerable, very embarrassing half the time, but that's why... I kind of stopped advertising it because this is literally my true thoughts that I am sharing. And so if you were still listening to the spiritual travels of a firewolf, I'm very grateful because you're getting me in the moment and it is very raw. And if you want to hear me on other podcasts, check me out on Trust Your Glitter. That is my astrology podcast as well as Hospice Trap House, which is a podcast with my very amazing friend Jake Bassey. He is a wonderful stand-up comedian and our podcast is about death, but it's not 100%, you know, it's not depressing. It's we're trying to make light of a lot of things going on in the world. So, I hope you enjoy that and thank you for listening.